Welcome to Black and White Reviews. I am Lee. And I am Will. And today we're going to do what we always do, which is talk about things that we find interesting. So for those who don't know us very well and and are just joining us for the first time, just why not, you know, explain. Uh, Will and I have been talking for years about music and movies and TV shows and things that we find interesting. And that's pretty much what we've always done. So we figured why not record it and have this conversation so other people can listen in, chime in and throw some stuff our way, and maybe find some shred of enjoyment out of the mindless ramblings of these two dudes. Exactly. So, here we are. (laughs) Couldn't Um, have said it better myself. Mindless rambling. Mindless ramblings. So, what we've been doing uh, for the past uh, week, last week we did WandaVision. We did the first two episodes, which released on the same day, right on the 15th of January. Well, this past Friday, they released the third episode. Um, I don't know if they actually had the episodes titled when they first came out. Yeah, but they did I, I that's what, that's what, okay. That was weird, because when I titled everything last week, when I you know made the uploads, they were just titled episode one, episode two. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's, that's how they're going to be doing it, and then they changed it. So Yeah, I thought they did. Well, I, I think they just didn't want to give too much away when they put it up. But either way, now we know this one is called Now in Color. Yeah. At the end of the second episode, everything went into color. And uh, one thing that was pretty cool is I didn't realize that was the, that was the case, that they actually are not, not only do their, their style change and stuff like that, but they actually change houses both times. I didn't yes. realize it was like one was a ranch, the other one was a two-story. It's like, oh, okay, I didn't even make that connection that in the second episode they were in a two-story um, totally different. There's so, a little bit more, m- much like the way sitcoms went, um, you know, in the 50s and the 60s, there wasn't very much camera work when you really think about mm-hmm. it. Like, it was very stationary. And in this episode, the third right. episode, you know, the way that they moved into the 70s, when you're talking about things like the Partridge family and the Brady Bunch, which is very mm-hmm. clearly what this episode is taking after, there is a oh, lot yeah. more camera movement and there's a lot more play. So I, I do like how they're <laughs> they're very much moving with the times, with whatever exactly. time period that they're in, and they're being very, very specific. Like, they're paying incredibly close attention to detail, and I really appreciate that. Right. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think I think they're doing a good job with that. Uh, funny thing is, so last night, um, I didn't know my wife was even interested in watching the show. Uh, she's kind of, like, stopped watching the, you know, the Marvel stuff and whatnot. And last night while I was doing a pod, I was setting up for a podcast with our friend Chuck to talk about The Chosen, I come upstairs, and there's my wife just, like, you know, stuck to her phone doing research. And I'm like, what happened? She goes, I just watched all three episodes of WandaVision and I'm so confused and I'm so disturbed and I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And I'm like, oh, I did not expect that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she, I mean, she, she keeps going back to the whole stop it, stop it, stop it thing from the first episode. I'm like, yeah, that was pretty creepy, wasn't it? It was very then, creepy. I mean, all of it. Everything that gets to the creep, the creep factor is definitely up in those scenes. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, this one is, you know, we've been waiting and I've been saying, like, things were really starting to unravel in the second one. In this episode, things have, like, gotten to the point where you're like, okay, Vision vision is, is on to something, you know? Right when, I mean, we'll get into it, but right when he starts looking at the whole baby situation, like, he's clearly, like, concerned, confused, and you can tell that Wanda is covering it up. So, right. <clears throat> I mean, that's pretty much where we start off is we get this new 70s intro, very Brady Bunch, Partridge Family-esque. And so I guess we were right that they were going to keep on moving forward decades mm-hmm. at each episode. And at this point, we find out the baby is four months, not 12 hours. Right. <laughs> um, and Moves very that's fast. where you've got that whole thing where Wanda is clearly trying to keep it under wraps and Vision not so much. He's concerned and trying to say it, and she's trying to calm him down, quiet him down. And that's when you, you know, again, we know that she has a level of control here, which we saw with the the no, the rewind away from the beekeeper thing. And then to this, I mean, I, I could spout out 50 different theories I have for where they're going with it. But I guess without having a huge knowledge of the comics, I mean, I know there was this whole thing with Mephisto and, you know, two shards of his soul. Uh, she impregnated herself with them, and that's where these two boys, Billy and Tommy, came from. And well, but they're all, but they're actually really in her, her, in her dreams that she made them up. And whenever she's not focusing on them, they tend to disappear. Like this is stuff from the comics. 
So Right. And there, there's a little <clears throat> bit more from the comics that's at play here. And spoiler warning for anybody out there that doesn't want to know about casting details. I mean, Evan Peters has been casted to appear somewhere in here. So I'm wondering mm. if we're going to get a little bit more X-Men in here. And a big part of, you know, Scarlet Witch in the comics, uh, I mean, her brother is Quicksilver. Their father is Magneto. I'm wondering if we're going to go down that road. It, it just, it's, right. you know what I mean? I mean, um, well, that's the thing is, like, when, when we're watching these MCU things, if you're a comic fan, you don't really know which type of storyline they're going to go with it because Spider-Man and, and Iron Man were never connected, you know, Right. In any other story to the degree that they were in the MC universe. So I'm, I'm really I'm interested in seeing where they're going with it. And I don't like they're going to take things and they're going to derive it from comics. They're going to derive it from shows and whatnot and other things. But they really are trying to do their own thing with it, with elements of that. So yes. the way that they're going to try to intertwine that with X-Men, I mean, they did because they took X-Men characters and put them in the Avengers movies, you know, wasn't like, there but that. Yet, wasn't there that scene, that, that, that piece of dialogue at the beginning of Endgame where they're talking about an earthquake that happened underwater? Uh, yes. That is, yes. I, forget, I forget the, um, the mutant's name that they were alluding to in that scene, but it was, they were, oh, you know, right, right, dropping right. hints to a mutant that, that does something underwater. And I completely, right. I'm completely blanking on that name, but I remember it was a big thing when that movie right. came out and that's what a lot of people were talking about. So they're clearly planting the seeds now for some type of crossover event and yeah. just everything yeah, that, and, that. That, and just everything that we know about what the multiverse of madness is going to be and what Spider-Man three is going to be. It's just dropping a lot of clues on us right now, especially in the show. It's getting, it's going to get nuts. It's going to get absolutely insane. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm I'm and, and th- I'm on board with everything. <laughs> yeah, I think Richter, Richter I believe was the character. Um Okay. The the, the earthquake situation. Okay. Richter, okay. That makes sense. Richter Richter scale. Okay, I get it. Okay. Um, but yeah, all right. That was, that was right. what they were yeah. kind of doing as an Easter egg to throw it in there. But it's it's just interesting because this multiverse of madness, the more that WandaVision's going into this, the more I'm I'm interested in seeing like wow what are they doing here like they're really they're really just going in a very different direction yes and it's it's interesting and it's funny because at the, around the same time that they're starting to to get into this multiverse type thing and we we've heard all these all this news about Spider Verse and everything DC has been doing the same exact thing with the Flash yeah so it's like at the same time. You know, I was at first I was really excited saying, you know what, DC's gonna pull out, you know, Flashpoint. That's great. That's a really good idea because DC needs something. Mm-hmm. And then Marvel's like, nope, sorry, we're um, hold no. my beer. <laughs> we're gonna do this. <laughs> yeah. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Um, something else that uh, I wanted th- to touch upon. Um, you, we were talking about how they're they're making derivatives from the comics and everything, but not exactly mm-hmm. doing the same thing. One big story arc with Scarlet Witch from the comics that I found out about while I was doing my research, fair warning, I have not read them. I just, you know, I go out there and I find out what is exactly going on because I'm just, I'm inquisitive, so I want to know these kind of things. One big story arc from Scarlet Witch is she does kind of design her own reality in one comic series, Mm -hmm. and she kind of... You know, she gives control of the world to Magneto and she just kind of goes away and she forms her own reality because she wants no part of what he's doing. And I think right. that's I'm not saying that Magneto's going to make an appearance like, you know, Michael Fassbender. I, I don't expect him to make any kind of cameo in this at all. But it's mm. just it's very interesting that here we have her clearly, especially in this episode, she is in complete control of everything. Right. Of everything. Right. I mean, we talked in the first couple of episodes that maybe she's being manipulated. I no longer think that that's the case. I think she knows well, exactly we, well, we got what that she's with, doing. They're trying to throw us off with the who's doing this to you, Wanda. And, and the entire time when that happened, I was saying, she's doing it. I don't yeah. understand. Like, I, I don't understand why they would ask that question. It didn't make sense to me because we know that she's got a level of control here. And mm-hmm. she has since the get-go. So the thing is, like, she clearly clearly is mourning Vision and is bringing him back in this reality 
whether it's a dream, whether it's this, that, or whatever she's created, however it's happened. It's just, it's nuts because we've never seen this level of her power. I'm before. curious. I so, am curious as to yeah. how she's bringing back vision because if mm-hmm. she brought, if she's bringing back vision in her own mind, in her own reality, I doubt that she would make him as inquisitive as he is in this show. Like, no, I, but it, but it just kind of goes back to what I was talking about before with like Inception, where it's like if you're in this dream, like there's these like they're all looking at you and you're walking through it and things are changing. It's just like okay, well there's this and that. I think there's a level of control she has, but when you see the people start to glitch out a bit, you know, and things happen, things get goofy. The guy's choking, and she's like, "Stop it! Stop it! Stop it!" And then she has to say, "Vision, stop it!" You know. Clearly, she's got so much control. She's doing a lot. She's using a lot of her strength to keep mm-hmm. things together. And there's only so much you can do until things start to, you know, matrix glitch out. <laughs> yeah, right. So that's that's what's happening. I mean, that's what's happening. It's clearly what's happening. But I'm just still trying to figure out what does Sword have to do with it. And as a, and I love that we talked about this before, saying Geraldine is going to be a very, you know, specific character. Like something's going on here. But I was very confused with the way they did it because she clearly was there um, as like an observer. Right. You know, she was not there with it, it didn't seem like with any malicious intent. You know, it doesn't she's it, trying to figure it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like like when when she's inside of Wanda's world, it mm-hmm. doesn't seem like she has complete agency over, you know, her own reality. It's almost like. It's almost like her mental state is gone and mm-hmm. she's plop, plopped into, you know, whatever reality Wanda is forming and y- you kind of lose yourself. Like you kind of lose mm-hmm. who you are in the actual, like in the real world. I-, I hate to put it that way, but that's kind of what it feels like. Like there right. was a level, there was, there was this massive level of confusion when they're going through the dialogue about, you know, your brother, you know, died right, from right, Ultron right. and everything. Like it was... It was very odd. It was a very yeah. odd exchange that happened at the end of this episode between the two of them. Yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely, we'll definitely delve into that. Um, well, I mean, basically, so the big thing, this whole episode is about the kids. It's about the babies coming, right? Mm-hmm. That's the whole focus here. And again, same type of humor as any show, you know, any sitcom like this. So it fits in with all the goofy things happening. So, you know, they're having the Braxton Hicks, you know, which, you know, suddenly the baby goes... <laughs> from you know four months you know to like six months and then like when are we gonna have the baby friday i'm thinking i'm like i know vision's smart but that math doesn't make sense if they just went from four months to six months and 12 hours like it's gonna we're, we're having these kids like it's gonna happen right. in this episode and then sure enough you know that's what kind of goes on but the cool thing was herb's outside trimming his bushes and then starts trimming through the wall yeah right through like <laughs> the concrete and I'm like, okay, all right. We, we start we start with the matrix matrix glitch really early. Like he's right. I don't know what to make of it. Well, like, there's so a lot that happened in this me- episode, and a lot and a lot of way that some of these characters are acting. I don't know what to make of it. Is it just mm-hmm. is it just her going through labor and everything is just mm-hmm. kind of crumbling? Because that's kind of what well, it seems like. Like the pains of labor yeah. is making everything around her and in this world just kind of break a little bit yeah but but on top of that too the labor is not real so there's a again it, it does go back to there's a lot going on she's controlling a lot of things i mean the, the labor isn't real we know that i mean this whole thing is not real all of this stuff is just is weird are you sure and that's the thing are you sure this labor isn't real tell me how a robot impregnates a human she hmm Right. I'm I'm of the impression <laughs> that she was able to somehow if she can create this reality, there's no reason why she can't, you know, manifest her own pregnancy. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why that that can't happen. And, and if that's How many the case, chlorians do you think she has? I, I know, right? <laughs> that's 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 exactly what I thought when I saw this. I was like, okay, first of all, if Vision is able to father children, I want to have a conversation with Tony Stark about what exactly he did to this person. <laughs> like, what 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 was what was the reason of this? But you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's weird. It is it is very weird. But I'm like, okay, you you created your own reality. There's no reason why she can't create her own children. 
Zero. Yeah. There's zero well, reason why she can't, why she wouldn't have the ability to do that. Yes, but this reality is a fake reality. It's fake. I mean, where's everything else? The whole thing is you can't escape this area. What happens outside of that area? Okay, where did the sword people come from in the, in the cars? You know, so, again, there's so many different things we can speculate, we can guess, we can theorize about, but I, we just have to see where they go. Because, again, mm-hmm. they're making this in a way where it will please some comic fans and it will please the people who've never read the comics. You know? Right. Having elements that are in, that are in the comics is very helpful, but they don't necessarily follow them, as we've seen in everything else from the MCU thus far. So... Okay. We'll see. Yeah, no, you're right. So, I mean, trimming the wall was a really interesting scene because he's just like totally zombied out. Oh yeah, hey, how's it going? He's like, um, cutting a little low. Oh yeah, I guess I yeah. am. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. You know, we go back in there and she's she's bigger again, and she starts nesting, and you know, the baby's kicking. Okay, there's six months. Doing the diaper change, basically just everything you would see in there, you know, with some like super powered family learning how to have kids, Braxton Hicks breathing exercises, and then she has a really bad one and sets off all of the appliances. What's happening? Uh, again, falls under the sitcom-y thing, you know, these powers would have this happen, this would happen there, but the, <laughs> I think the best part about it, <laughs> the funniest part was you find out that Dottie and Norm were married. And Dottie comes in and says, do these earrings make me look fat? And all the lights go out and he goes, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I left. I left. Wait, I actually rewound it. So I'm like, did I miss something? No, that was just really funny. So the power goes out everywhere. So she knocked out the power everywhere. Okay. Okay. There, there's a little bit more going on here, I think. And it's... I'm going to go all over the place because it's. this is one of those yeah. episodes where I think it's impossible to talk about it linearly. Right. So we find out later on in the episode that there's 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 a lot of activity going on around the perimeter of whatever world she created. So right. I'm wondering, did she knock out the power or did this come from the outside? Hmm. Well, there's I mean, a lot of that because there is that, that one. But then scene. there's the water situation where all the pipes burst in their house. And then Geraldine says all the pipes burst in her house, too. Yeah. So. Uh, mm. And it's and it's right when her water broke. So it's all connected to her. I don't. I don't think it's outside. I'll, I mean, straight up, I don't think it's anything outside. Okay. It's all whatever's there going is something on with, that I think Wanda. there is. There is something that I do think came from outside, but we'll get to that in a couple of minutes. So, I mean, there's that vision is clearly on to Wanda. Like he knows that something is going on, and that she knows what's going on. Like he has a feeling that she has a lot more information, and he's just like, "What is going on here?" And then you know we get that contractions, the breathing, the water break, the pipes burst. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, okay, we're getting a lot more in here. Like I said before, things are really starting to unravel. You know, this, this facade that's being put over everything is really unraveling. And I'm, I'm just, I'm confused. I'm thinking, I'm like, there's only so many decades left. And we've got nine episodes in this season. So uh, I'm wondering if we're going to be like halfway through this series and it's going to go to like the walls come down. Yeah. And we're going to see what's happening. And if that's the case, it's like, Wow kudos to them for making a show that's not just following the same formula all the way through the season you know and they start getting to a point where it's like everything's unraveled things are changing it's not just following the sitcom thing you know this formula we've been following since episode one i mean again we're three episodes in but if you do the math if every single episode we go another decade we're going to be in the future which hey maybe that might be a possibility go beyond our years i'm wondering i'm i'm wondering if it's just doing that thing where from the 50s to about the 90s how sitcom dominated television and then mm-hmm. in the late 90s and the 2000s you had the sopranos and lost that came along and completely destroyed everything that the sitcom was and everything kind of delved right. into more of a dramatic type feel the television could be so i'm wondering right. if that's going to be the case because you know there are certain there are certain lost elements that would fit perfectly in an episode or two of this show mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. how completely out there that show was. I could absolutely see them doing something like that here. It would True. fit. I mean, we know they're going to get to they're going to get to a 2000s thing where they do something that's going to be on the on the same side as like The Office. Exactly. Example. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like they're going to do that, too. They're going to do like the, you know, the documentary style um, cringe humor. 
type mm-hmm. thing. They're going to throw that in there, and it's, it is. Pro- and I wouldn't be surprised if they did use the office as a as an example that they derived it from. Neither you know, would but still, I. like we're going to see we're going to see where it's going to go, and it's very very interesting. I mean, even, like there was the office, uh, uh, rest of development was the same type. You know. So I mean we're gonna we're gonna see something like that pop up, but I really I really hope that our theory about the Olsen twins like something, <laughs> yeah. something is gonna be like they they have to use a reference you I know of Full so. House in the, in the 80s. I 90s. really hope so. That would make that would make a lot of sense, but I digress. So um, there is a scene where she's in between contractions, and we're there now. Uh-huh. There is a scene where she's in between contractions, and there's a lot going on. The the, the lights are flickering, and then there's this mm-hmm. glaring blinding light that mm-hmm. you know kind of overtakes everything I- i'm positive that this is a light coming in from the outside this mm. isn't that i do not think that this is something that's coming from within their home this is something coming okay. from outside it, it it's just it's too bright if you want to say you know the pipes burst oh my water broke yeah fine that fits but this light this light is too it's too much it's too mm-hmm. much for this scene that's just so, me. basic theory at this point that makes the most sense. I don't. I don't like saying things out loud because if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But whatever, I'll humble myself here. But the big theory is she is unconscious, and Sword is studying what she's dreaming of and trying. And you know, Geraldine is somebody that they tried to have infiltrate and be a part of it in some way. Mm-hmm. You know, like all of this is happening. So what the light could have just been like somebody shining light in her eyes and checking her pupil dilation or something like all of these things could be all part of that. And in her dream, she's creating this world because she wants to live a normal life with vision. That exact thing that to... you're describing right now has been done in The Sopranos. Right. There well, was, there was, done there so, was many, so many things. Yeah, there was an episode, there was an episode of The Sopranos where um, he is in a coma and every time and he's looking up and it's like. It's either it's a big light with a lot of noise coming from it, and he's interpreting that as a helicopter kind of looking down, but it's not. It's just a mm-hmm. doctor shining a light back and forth in his eyes. So that right, concept right. isn't it isn't it isn't foreign. So I could absolutely see something like that happening. Yeah, and and I think that's a, that's a point where it can all kind of come together, and it would explain a lot of these extra powers that have suddenly come out of nowhere from her. Because mm-hmm. all we saw her do before was like twist people's minds a little bit and start to. Well, I mean, I guess that does come to it, but then it was that was for early on. Like we've never seen her do ma- like mind manipulation since Age of Ultron. Right. You know, it was all about her just moving stuff with her her little magic red hands. You know, so I don't know. And I mean, honestly, I, I look back after watching that um, what was it the the Marvel Legends thing of her? I forgot mm-hmm. how like awesome it was when she had Thanos and she was like tearing him apart. Yeah. Ripping off all of his armor. I'm like, oh, man, like I never even thought that she would be the best person up against him, you know, because of her her abilities. It's like, whoa, that is so cool. But, you know, of course, just like everything else, you think between her and Captain Marvel, they could have taken him out. But yes, just weren't there at the right time and circumstances and blah, blah, blah. Never mind Peter Quill punching him in the face because of Gamora. So many close calls in that movie. But again, I digress. <clears throat> so we got <clears throat> oh excuse me <clears throat> this week's commercial um wow okay so we're getting into it and they're seeing like oh like same people again same actors the actress was there again mm-hmm. and just like oh moms need to get away take a bubble bath with hydra soak yeah <laughs> now i don't know if you've ever watched agents of shield i watched a very tiny bit but apparently there was a a time in there where Coulson is actually describing um, a soap that Hydra was putting out to control people's minds. It was That's mind interesting. Soap. I was wondering if that was a thing when I'm watching this, and mm-hmm. now you just thank you very much for telling me that. I didn't because I yeah, didn't watch. Yeah. I didn't watch that show. So it, yeah, neither did. I mean, I, like I said, I watched bits and pieces, never like a full episode. But I remember that that was something about that he made a comment about Hydra soak, like Hydra soap, that was mind control. Okay. And they're like, what? Mind control? She's like, yeah, they had soap. They were putting things in everybody's soap and, and trying to control their minds through soap. That is <laughs> it's, it's very interesting. But the fact that they used it here is like, whoa, okay. You know, nice little Easter egg, but also, you know. Hydra. On the creepy factor, you know, so it's it's all fitting there. It's making sense. Okay. Um, I mean, that was that wasn't even like, 
that was a straight up reference. Hydra soak. Here's a bunch of octopus, o- octopi, you know, all over it. <laughs> Where the other ones, you know, it was like, okay, here's a toaster. We're doing a toaster commercial. Okay, it's like made by Stark Industries. Okay, there's a little thing there and creepiness. All right, there's like all these things were like mildly creepy. There's a the Strucker watch, you know, with a little Hydra symbol underneath. Like okay, but this one was straight up Hydra soak. Yeah. <laughs> like, very uh, on the nose. Okay. <laughs> like, if you didn't yeah, get it like, the first couple of times around, we're just going to smack you over the head with it this time. And <laughs> Right. Okay. <laughs> yep. So, I'm actually, I'm disappointed because anybody who's watched this episode, like, I, I was able to guess all the things that were happening in this episode, for the most part, until the mm-hmm. end where I was like, okay, where are they going with this? How are they going to do it? How is she going to react? But I heard a bird noise, and I'm like, don't tell me it's a stork. <laughs> Sure enough, here comes a stork coming around the corner. (laughs) And she's like, ah, keep it under wraps, keep it under wraps, which has been the entire thing here is in in um, sitcoms. There's always this funny keep it under wraps so people don't see it thing, especially when there's some type of powers involved or somebody's different or has something going on. Keep it under wraps. And that is the theme that's happening with Wanda. Just in general, she's trying to keep this entire thing under wraps from everybody, including Vision. So as we see her running around doing this goofy 70s sitcom thing where Geraldine comes over, needs a bucket because her pipes happen to burst at the same time. Okay, and then there's this whole thing with the stork where she's like throwing oranges at him. He comes over there and starts trying to eat Geraldine's pants because they have fish printed on them. (laughs) You know, the stork hides and and jumps over there right in front of a stork painting on the wall. Oh, and then, you know, oh, there's a baby. (laughs) I think it's very telling that she's trying to make the stork disappear and she can't. Right. Like for whatever oh, right. reason, what whatever reason, her like poof, <laughs> poof go away power. Oh yeah, <laughs> will not work with this stork, and it's just like this puff of red smoke, and it's like no, I'm I'm not going anywhere. I think that's very right. I forgot about the red smoke. <laughs> I think it's very telling. Like she can't, she can't oh, yeah. keep this hidden. Like the like the like 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 you said, the facade is coming down, and she well, can't yeah. How many do plates can you spin? It. How many plates can you spin at the same time? You not know, very many. You only you only have so many extremities that you can spin the plates on. So that's what's happening here. No matter how powerful you are, I mean, even Charles Xavier has to concentrate when he's freezing people and this and that and everything and controlling things because if he loses concentration, he lets go. You know, um, there's the whole thing with Darth Vader using the, the force to sustain him in certain times. Like, okay, all these different things. Um, whatever. I know we're jumping all over the place, but in reality. That's the thing is you can only do so much. And finally, she's just like, you know what? I can't hide this anymore. It's a baby. You know, this is somebody that I trust, <laughs> which is like the one person who's not part of the world that she created. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. And, you know, Vision freaks out and grabs the doctor and just without even questioning it, just throws him on his back and runs Vision speed yeah. back to the house. Okay. And the doctor's just confused about it. But again, at this point, he's like, I don't care. My wife's having a baby. I don't care what facade comes down. And again, unravel. Things are falling apart. She can't control him anymore. We're seeing a lot more of Vision without her. So how much can she control of him when she's not directly watching him? You know? And that's why why a lot of things are coming apart, because she's not there to control the things that are happening. So you see, like, Agnes and Herb. Her name is Agnes, right? Yes. Okay. To see them out there talking, well, Wanda's not there paying attention, but she's starting to suspect something, so that's why that was kind of created. But again, if it's all in her mind, you know, there's only so many things that would be controlled. This, this reminds me of a, of a weird dream I had before, you know, like, where it's just <clears throat> you're, you're aware of all the things that are happening, but you're not involved. Somehow you're, you're able to see the, the things that are happening outside of where you are. Mm-hmm. And you're, you know, you're witnessing that, but then you kind of go back to where you are so you can live it. And yeah, that's what's happening here. That's what makes this whole thing feel like it's some kind of dream that she's put in and that's where it's going, you know? And I don't know, it's, it's very, it's very, very interesting. I'm excited. But anyway, um, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm listening. Oh, good. Sorry. No, I'm getting a call from somebody else. They're interrupting. So (laughs) I just want to make sure we're still good. Uh, thanks, Matt. I will call you back. Um, anyway, let shout out to my buddy there. So the house is just tweaking out. 
you know, as they're as she's pushing out the baby. And Geraldine's like, okay, you're having this baby. As if, you know, she's a perfectly trained midwife. Like, let's do it. Okay. Hey, whatever. Maybe she is. Um, and it's a boy. I'm like, uh, okay. Uh, clean baby. That's a very clean baby. I, I don't think Super they're going to get baby. overly graphic <laughs> with babies. Of course they're not. Okay. But that's a, I'm just saying that's a very clean baby. The baby comes out and it's just like, poof, here's a baby. Like, I, I was expecting, I was expecting the stork just to walk in with a baby and then suddenly oh, wow. she wasn't big anymore. You were really point, going out with it. Well, I mean, the way that they're doing it, it's all symbolic, you know, and it's all part of the show reality that she's creating. So I wouldn't have been surprised if they just did it so simple like that. You know, they could have. But anyway... They had their conversation earlier about, is it going to be little Tommy? Is it going to be little Billy? So, you know, here, out comes the baby. Vision's like, ah, little Tommy. Tommy? Yeah, Tommy. Like, I'm agreeing with you. And then she screams in his face. He screams. Here comes another baby. Oh, so I guess they're going to get their Tommy and their Billy. Yes. Which, you know, obviously foreshadowed in their arguing earlier about that. So we kind of got it. All right. And again, if anybody understood the comics or knew anything from them, we knew that Billy and Tommy were the names of their twin sons. Yes. Okay. We get it. So what was your what was your take on Dr. Nielsen here shortly afterwards? How he just so he accepted was, what happened it, and has absolutely no questions about flying around? <laughs> well, there was that. He was a little concerned at first. It goes, man, that was so fast. That's weird. But he was supposed to go on vacation. He was leaving for vacation. And after this happens... Vision's like, oh, I hope you can still make it to your vacation. He goes, uh, no, no. You know, the thing about small towns, we, um, so hard, we, hard we, to escape. Yeah, we talked about this. We talked about this last week. It's very Pleasantville, very Truman Show. Mm -hmm. Right. That's clearly that's what they're going for. Yeah. There is absolutely no escape. And that's why right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you a little bit in thinking that it's a dream. But at the same time, I because of those lines, because Vision is able to work independently from Wanda, because you have mm -hmm. characters here who are clearly, you know, getting getting clued into what's going on around them, and now you have this line mm -hmm. of dialogue where it's hard to escape from the small town. This mm -hmm. is this is a real this is a real place that she has created, and right. I don't know if they're just if, if if the characters within are just enslaved to it, and they're just afraid. To you know, speak up about it because they're afraid of what's going to happen to them personally. I, I don't know, but I'm not. I'm not firmly on the side of this is just a dream and everything is fake. These are clearly very real people who are trapped inside of this world. They are, but if you recall from the trailer, didn't Agnes say that that she and Vision were dead? Yeah, there was. A, I remember there was a line that. where she's sitting. She's sitting there like very. I mean, I know we're not there yet, but the whole boy she goes. Well, because you're dead. Well, because, you know, I get you know, it. it w like, yeah, I get it. I get where you're coming from with that. But we don't know. We don't know whether Vision is still, you know, somewhere with his head caved in or not. Mm -hmm. We don't yeah, we, we don't, don't fully understand what happened there. There was never mm -hmm. any closure on that note. And I think that was right. done on purpose because they knew that this show was going to be coming out and they wanted to keep the fans guessing. So of course. That's it's the very, whole point. it's That's very, it's very up in the air. It's very up in the air right now. But mm -hmm. as far as, as far as this being just a strict dream world, if this was strictly a dream world, then explain how Geraldine gets ejected. Because that's that's what happens at the end of it. I mean, we're getting there anyway. She, Geraldine and 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 Wanda are having a conversation, and they bring up you know her her um her twin brother there, and then it's you're gone. You you need to leave, mm -hmm. and she's ejected from whatever world that this is in. I don't right. think that that can happen within a dream. I think the idea of something like that happening within a dream, like you're ejected from my dream, that's a bit much. That would be a little bit too much sci-fi for even for me, and I love sci-fi. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it wasn't that per se. Like, at first I thought she was actually ejected, but then I thought she was just sent to the... Yeah. Hmm. Okay, now I'm kind of seeing that from a different light. That okay, she was there's, there's actually something ejected else, from the world. There's something okay. else That's that I want to... There's something else that I kind of want to touch upon. When you have Agnes 
and you know brother man with the fro out there and they're having that conversation and they're 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 clearly talking about what's going on with Wanda they're clearly talking about what's going on in this world and vision mm-hmm. is getting very you know <laughs> questioning about everything that's going mm-hmm. on right if you look in the background of this conversation it is the fakest looking backdrop oh yeah that's been in there's a reason why it is that fake looking Right, because again, things are unraveling. Things are unraveling. It's, it's, it does not look. Yeah, it's it, not it, able to hold up. It's not able. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking too. Like it, the bushes, right. the sky, the the trees mm-hmm. that are in the background. Everything is very static. It's very. It's right. almost like everything froze in place, and the only thing that's moving is you know just this direct vicinity of where Wanda is for whatever exactly. reason, and it's very weird. It is so yeah. weird because even in. Even in the episodes where, you know, we were in the 50s and the 60s and things were in black and white, it, 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 everything still looked very much real. Like, everything was, you know what I mean? Like, it, of course, they're on a set, but everything is very, you know, vibrant. Here, it's, it's just, what, what happened? I was asking myself, what happened? And at first, I was like, did they just cheap out on this? I'm like, no, they, they, they didn't cheap out. This is, this is looking like this for a very specific reason. And I, right. I completely agree with you. It's because everything is unraveling. Exactly. And and again, it's outside. She's not involved in it. There's only so much that she can control. Mm-hmm. And with everything going on with the babies and stuff like that and the focus on that, she just doesn't have the the bandwidth to, to, to handle that as well. I like the and way so you they put start that, questioning. the bandwidth. <laughs> well, I mean, it makes sense. So, th- th- I mean, they're questioning at that point, is Geraldine inside with Wanda? And that's when they start like putting all the focus on Geraldine. Like she's like odd. Like doesn't really have a husband or a home. <laughs> you know, yeah. and you're like, okay. Like that's when you're like, all right, yeah, that makes sense. Cause you don't really see much about her. She's just kind of there. And Wanda took to her so quickly and they became friends and now is showing up like her best friend. It's like, all right. It was obvious that was gonna happen. I'm glad we called it when we did. Yes. Um, but we have that scene right there after that where she starts opening up about Pietro. And, um, you know, he was he killed by Ultron? Or he was killed by Ultron, wasn't he? Mm. And she just like, <laughs> I'm really surprised that she just opened her mouth and said that. But I, I guess that's part of her job. You know, whatever she's there for, whatever the case is. But at that point, like she gets immediately petrified, yeah. horrified, just like she she made a mistake. She knows right then and, and there that she made a mistake by saying this. Well, she knows she made a mistake, but this is why I'm thinking she ha- she doesn't have any ill intention. She's not has she has no malicious intent. She's there to study and, and understand what's going on. And clearly, Wanda is going through a mental breakdown. Like she is having a, like a, a mental episode. And they're trying to figure out why and how and what they can. Like, I don't know if they're trying to help her or just study her or whatever, but that's why she's there. And she's like ultimately like so sorry, doesn't want to get into it, and tries to back up. And next thing you know, um, yeah, she's I think gone. it's a little. I think it's a little premature to say it's a mental breakdown. This, I, the way that I read this is, you're not going to destroy what I built here. Goodbye. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that she's having a mental breakdown there. I'm saying this entire show is her having a mental breakdown. Uh. The entire world that she's created is her having a mental breakdown. She misses vision. She wanted to have a family. She's going through all these motions. This is all based on her mental state. Okay. Which makes total sense. Okay, I see where you're you coming know? from with that. Okay. Whether or not it's a dream or a world she created or what, that I mean, that's the reality here. The, her reality she's creating is she wanted to have a normal type of life, so she's bringing it up here and she's creating it, but because she's so powerful, this is almost going down the line of, like, Phoenix style. Not that that's, she's out of control, but she's, yeah. you know, she is more powerful than we understood she was, and she's able to do this. And we're like, okay, all right, now we get it. And you can see that in the fear in Geraldine's eyes at this point. Um, but she's just like, nope, I think you should leave. And then she sees the sword necklace. What is that? Who are you? And starts freaking out, you know? So you see that, and then it cuts right to, like, basically Vision coming back in after talking to the other two. And he's like, so where's Geraldine? Oh, um, she left. She had to rush home. So 
I mean, if that wasn't clear and obvious that she knew what was going on, <laughs> or I mean, at least she knew that she was controlling all of this to a point, um, then she would have just told him what was going on. But she's being completely not open with him because there's a lot of things that are being manifested from her mind that yes. she's creating. So, yeah, we're we're at the point where <laughs> not everything's unraveled, so we understand. But we're we're done with this facade. We know it's a facade. He understands the facade. He's saying, oh, we're in uncharted waters. This is all different and all that stuff for all of us. But, you know, whatever. Mm. I'm wondering and then we kind of get... I'm wondering if Geraldine came in on the helicopter. Maybe. Just a that's thought. A possibility. Just a well, thought. That would make I'm, sense I'm, because that would, that would make sense because that's where um, it was after the helicopter when she went to that um, PTA meeting. So I... I and I... I was watching these the uh, the first two episodes a couple of nights ago, and I was you know I was having a l- little bit to drink, and when there is the scene right before she goes outside and she finds a helicopter in the bushes, and there is a noise in the background that can easily be mistaken for a lawnmower or something, but it's it's a helicopter right. if you really listen to it, and it's very I I did not notice that before you know it took a couple of drinks for me to be like oh my god. And I think I texted you at some weird hour and you were like, yeah, yeah, whatever, good night. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it was very, it was very in your face. And now I'm wondering, and that, and that was around the time where her and Geraldine first met. Like she wasn't introduced before that moment. So that was, I, I think the, the two, that makes sense. The, I think the two are correlated. I could be completely off. I think the two, yeah. but just the sword emblem that's on the helicopter, the fact that the the fact that the uh, the helicopter is like one of the first things that we see in color outside of the mm-hmm. the, the red blinking light on the on the Stark toaster, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden we have this Geraldine character showing up, and in this episode she's, I mean, as soon as she walks into the house, you know, full on, the first thing that you notice about her is the sword necklace, and that's what I right. saw when I first, I was like, oh my god, mm-hmm. I was like. Why would, why would she blatantly wear this emblem? It's weird. Mm. It's so weird that she would blatantly wear this emblem in front of her like this. It's very. Right. I don't know what to make of that. Is she purposely trying to, you know, give clues to the people who are living in this town? Is she trying to give clues to Wanda herself? Is she trying to, no. you know, make no, herself? There's more. There's more behind it. There's so much more behind it because obviously she's not going out and saying, "Oh, look, it's the '70s now. Let me go buy some new '70s clothes and make sure that I get a necklace with a sword on it." No, it does. There's more well, she... going on to it, and I think it's a matter of since she's in it, um, you know, Wanda maybe created it and it was like becoming clear that sword was involved somehow so Mm -hmm. it became it i I don't know again (laughs) it's it's so early to know what it could be but it's um it's interesting it's very interesting that they did it but they don't the way they've been doing these movies and these episodes and everything they don't do it for no reason no there's so many things that go it goes deeper and it's i'm just i'm so amazed that a superhero genre is getting to this level of filmmaking, you if, know, of of cinema. It's just when it's everything crazy. when everything is all said and done, and there's like a tell all, you know, memoir from Kevin Feige about you know the process of creating this. If he, you know, comes out and says, you know what, I laid out everything from the beginning, and I knew what I was going to do with Wanda from the jump, I would not be surprised. I would mm. I would not be surprised at all. I would. I would bet money that he knew that this was going to be a thing when Age of Ultron came out. Like, eventually something's going to happen with Wanda, and I'm going to save, you know, everything that she can do for that. I'm not going to turn her up to 10 now. I'm going to wait until later. Because it's, 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 yeah. it's paying off. It's paying off in oh, a yeah. big, big way. And I'm so happy that, I'm so happy that, you know, the load wasn't blown then with her with her mm-hmm. character I'm so happy that it was saved for for this moment because it's it's paying right. it's paying off very very well yeah. and I'm so happy I'm so happy that this is done now I agree so yeah. we we get to the end of this thing and she's she's you know ejected, ejected. and now she's in a field yep. <laughs> and there is there is this activity outside of a real town called Westview and it's mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> has is this town taken over by, by by Wander in some way? Like you can't go in, you can't leave. Like very Truman Show, very oh, yeah. very Truman Show. So mm-hmm. you know, 
Yes. And the trucks, the trucks come over there at that point, you know, and to see Geraldine just like on the ground afterwards. And she's just like, uh, in shock. She just got thrown out of, uh, town Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they're playing uh, daydream believer by the monkeys. Cheer up sleepy Jean. I saw that. I caught on to that. Why? Tell me why. Is she waking up from a dream? Mm, because that's what uh, is Geraldine waking up from a dream, dream, not Wanda. Because, like I said, when she was, when they were, when when Geraldine and Wanda were having their interactions, mm-hmm. it was almost like Geraldine was losing herself a little bit. Mm-hmm. She clearly made a reference to Wanda's brother. That was a mistake. I do not think that that was something that was intended. I think she just kind of let herself get lost in that moment for a couple of seconds, and this slipped out, Mm -hmm. and it's, oh my God, what did I just do? That's what that moment was. You know, Mm -hmm. what did I just do? I just completely, I just fumbled this entire thing. Great. That's kind of the feeling that I got. And you're gone now, and she's, I don't know, she's waking up. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, well, again, we will find out. We'll see. Yeah, we'll (laughs) We'll see, see. I guess. But, I mean, this is the the episode where it's like, yes, the main point is the babies, but also the big point is we're going somewhere here. Like, there's (laughs) something going on that she knows about that she's not telling anybody else about. Wanda is the only one who understands. Nobody Mm -hmm. else does. Nobody. Not even Geraldine completely. You know, and she's the outsider. So... Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to expect. It was funny because somebody reached out to me. It was maybe halfway through Friday, and I'm like, oh, it's Friday. I forgot there's a new episode out. Mm. So, you know, I ended up checking it. I don't even know when I watched it. But when I did, I was like, okay, all right. And I, I'm really, hmm. I think I was still digesting the first two episodes and not even ready for the third one yet. Right. Maybe that's what it was. You know, it's just like, it's, you know, two episodes in a row right off the bat. Um <clears throat> But now, now I'm saying, okay, I can't wait for Friday to see where they go with this because they've already crossed this threshold, you know? They've crossed this threshold of we're going to get to the bottom of this now, you know? We're not just going to, like, make an epi- a series where it's like, that was a creepy series, and then move on to something else later on where it explains it. No, we're getting to it here. <clears throat> so It's funny that you say that it's—and it's just a thought that I have, and again, I'm, I'm completely speculating— but it's funny that you say that nobody understands what's going on in this world with the exception of Wanda. If we're well, not intro- to that degree. <laughs> it, well, <laughs> if we're introducing any idea of X-Men, I'm pretty sure Xavier would. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a big ooh. Yeah. That is a big ooh. That's a big ooh. way to connect it. It, yeah. it, it. it would be the perfect... I mean, if you're going to introduce X-Men... There would. This is the perfect opportunity to introduce, at the very least, Xavier. Just a thought. Just a thought. It's a good. Thought. I won't. I it's won't feel thought. either way about it if it does happen. But I mean, so far, so good. The, the first three episodes of this have been. It has been a treat. This this show yep. is phenomenal in my eyes. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm loving everything. I'm loving everything about it. This is awesome. Yep. This is awesome. So, is I mean, this show this show is definitely a, a mystery that's going on. Like, what is this? Who's doing this? How's it happening? What's the point? Um, which will lead to, I mean, we're releasing this episode today. And then this Thursday, we're releasing our episode um, where we discuss Knives Out, which is a murder mystery. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that we, we, you know, within the same week, this is our mystery week. <laughs> I guess so. You know, mystery week. All right. So anyway. It's, it, it's, um, it's really, it's really weird that that, that, it's happening like that because in this television show, we are making so many speculations about what's going on and how is everything happening. But if I do recall about, you know, what we talked about in Knives Out, everything was very predictable in that movie. Very. Yep. Okay. Okay. I'm glad. And that was a murder mystery. And this is a superhero show. <laughs> right. It is a better murder mystery than the murder mystery movie. <laughs> exactly. Much better. Because, I mean, we watched that movie and it was just like, I just like... I think we were confused as to what was going to be the ending, more because we're like, there's no way it's this obvious. You know, it was so very there has obvious. to be a twist. There has it was to be very a twist obvious. here. There was no twist. Wasn't even, um, oh my God, uh, Chris Evans, his character name in that movie, wasn't it like, 
Oh, I forget his character name in that movie, but Jerk it was something, face murderer or something. I don't know. Something like <laughs> that. But it was it was something <laughs> it was like, that was like, oh, it, this is insanely obvious. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> now I know right. exactly who you are and what you did. Great, perfect. <laughs> right. But I think, but that was my con- my confusion. I mean, well, whatever. You'll hear us talk about this when that episode comes out. But in reality, it's just when you when you do something, it's so obvious. They're like, hmm, is it is it so is it so obvious because we're a genius, or so obvious because we're we're not, <laughs> you know, like people wouldn't expect it to be this obvious. So we'll do it. I would never do something like that. You know, no. it's like when people hide, hide a key to their house and they're like, oh, it would be way too obvious it was here. So nobody would think we'd put it here. No, that is still the first place anybody would check. <laughs> under the doormat, so, under the flower pot. <laughs> above, above the door frame. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, just so everybody knows, that is not where we hide our keys. <laughs> I don't even hide my key. I just keep it on me. So there's that. Haha. Ha. Um, anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, I thought, I mean, this was actually a pretty quick one, but you know, even though a lot happened in the episode, it's still pretty straightforward. There's nothing to really guess about it without knowing what's going to happen for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm definitely. I think uh, now that we've broken through this barrier, this Friday's episode is going to be crazy. Like, we're really going to get a lot more information here. The way that they spilled so much out here, we're going to see a lot of her trying to contain things and a lot of things spilling out the sides because of how much broke out in this episode. So, I am. I, I do hope. Yeah. I do. A, a part of me does hope that we do get a little bit, you know, of information from the outside world about what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I yeah. do hope that happens. I do hope that there's some kind of a break between you know the the goofy um you know retro sitcom style of the show and give me a little bit of okay this is what's going on this is what sword is doing just a little bit just mm-hmm. a little bit oh yeah just to no, break we, it up we, a little bit you know what i mean we will we so, totally will that's it cool great episode all right great talk yeah great episode great talk and all right you guys enjoy your well, I guess I'd say week, but enjoy your few days if you plan to listen to our next episode that we have coming out on Thursday about Knives Out that came out. When was Knives Out? Was that last year? Was it? Did it actually come out in 2020? No, it came out in 2019, I think. I think it came out in 2019. Either way. Yeah. Either way. Um, stay tuned. Check out what we've got coming out on Thursday. If you haven't seen Knives Out, give it a shot. Check it out because then you can hear us talk about it. And if you have ideas, throw them our way. And that is that. Have a good one, everybody. Have a good one. Yeah.